guys. Welcome to the first episode of our Mental Health Conversations podcast. We wanted to start this podcast to normalize the conversations around mental health and help remove the stigma. We hope to inform listeners about the importance of mental health through this. Today we're going to be talking about the school's impact on mental health, but before we jump into that, we're going to go around and say our names, pronouns, and grade. So I'm Lily, and I use she, her pronouns, and I'm in 12th grade. Uh, hi, I'm Nakia. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm also in 12th grade. Hello, my name is Naima. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm also a senior in 12th grade this year. Hi, guys. I'm Victoria. I am a senior as well, and I use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Pluto. My pronouns are they, them, and I am in 11th grade. Okay, uh, so our starting question, um, as it pertains to school, what affects your mental health and satisfaction the most? Setting, stress level, clarity, or control? Let me just define each of those terms. So for setting, an example of that would be like if you like the decorations in a classroom or you like where the classroom is or whatever. So for stress level, maybe that's like workload, maybe that's you know, just how much stress is being put on your system. Clarity, that's like how, how much you know about what's happening at school. Do you know what's going to be on the test or whatever? And control, so how much control do you have over what you're doing? Like I know school, we, we don't really have that much control in school, but like maybe depending on the class, maybe you decide what you're working on and when with whom. Stuff like that. So... With that being said, um, why don't we all go around and answer this question, and our listeners, y'all think about it too. Victoria, why don't you start? So I think my biggest ones would be um, setting, because the environment for me plays a lot into my mental health because of the classroom, the people in the classroom, the school building itself gives me a lot of stress and gives me stress around school and not wanting to go, and that plays into my stress levels because I get anxious every time before I come to school because I don't really want to be in this environment. Um, Stress level from other aspects of my life, whether it be my home life, my academic life, my social life, my family life, I have so many different aspects of my life that can cause my stress levels to be elevated and then coming to school and getting pressure to do every assignment from every class constantly can be pretty exhausting and that adds to my stress level. It makes me overall more anxious, depressed, irritated, everything. For me, I'd have to say it's both stress level and control. I'm someone who has to be in constant control of literally everything. So when I'm not, it increases my stress level, which on top of my stress level, I have a bunch of like schoolwork and then outside of schoolwork and then a bunch of other things that are going on. Yeah, I have to agree with Pluto. I think my two are stress level and control because I feel like, again, if I don't feel like I am in control of what's going on in my life, especially pertaining to school, my stress level increases. Also, when I feel stressed or overwhelmed with the sheer amount of stuff I have to do or whatever is going on, that makes me feel very out of control. And it's almost like I can't get back to a state of control or like clarity and that just increases the feelings of stress and it's just a downward spiral from there uh i would say for me i feel like i I have such like an active imagination that setting doesn't matter too much for me but um probably stress level and clarity um affect me the most um when i don't know what i need to do it just it makes me 
really like it makes me really anxious and which uh increases my stress level yeah i think those two stress level and clarity are the ones that affect me the most yeah i think for me probably the most is control and clarity i think all four of these things play like a big part in my mental health and satisfaction with life but definitely control because I don't know I feel like especially in terms of school it just helps a lot when I am able to have some type of control over how my day is going like when I feel like I'm just being forced into like the same schedule every day or like assignments that I don't even think are really that right for the way my mind works it just kind of like my motivation is is just not as high as it would be if I can kind of plan out my day like for example I really enjoyed doing online school over the pandemic only because like I had control over my entire day like there were a lot of downsides to being doing online school like obviously it was really hard to you know stay focused on like zoom calls and stuff like that but in terms of like my day and getting assignments done I could I don't know it was just it felt a lot I had a lot more peace of mind to be like I don't have anybody like breathing on breathing down my neck saying like you have to do this now you have to do this next it's like I can plan this out accordingly to knowing like how my mind works and like knowing my attention span and like you know things like that and how hard it is for me to focus so control for that reason and then clarity um again like I think Nakia said it just it helps a lot like knowing what I'm going into like if I'm going to school and I have no idea what I'm doing that day versus like okay, I know I'm doing this in this class and this will be on this test and these are the the things I have left to do on this project. It just, again, gives me more peace of mind and it's like, it lessens my stress level because again, these are all really intertwined. I mean, like obviously stress level affects my mental health a lot, but I think I control and clarity in terms of school affect my my stress level. And yeah, those those are my two. (laughs) I think like, I really like classes that are really predictable for that reason, clarity. Mm-hmm. And um in classes where like even even if the work is even if the work is hard, like I know what I'm if I know what I'm going to be doing, I can mentally prepare myself before I walk in the building. It's right. just it's great to have that clarity and you know, control. I I was going to add this one, but I didn't want to have like I didn't want to choose three, but I think control also has a big impact on my mental health and satisfaction. I also kind of liked online schooling for that very reason, because I got, even with like bells and stuff, I had more free time. I could get up later. I also planned out my day with my alarms, not even the school's bells. It's just great for me to have that type of control over my day. I could also control who was seeing me and when. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Um, <laughs> that was pretty. That was pretty cool. I know the teachers hated it that we were all off of camera, but you know, there's a reason. You know, I have to agree with. I do agree with a lot of what you said about like being able to map out your day and what you are going to do in terms of like schoolwork, based on what you feel like in a way. Like, it was so nice to be able to, you know, map out exactly what assignments I needed to complete and when I wanted to complete them. At one point, I was doing art homework during a history class, and online school allowed me to do that. However, I will say, because I'm someone who needs control, I was able to get it in that sense, but in a lot of other ways, I had no control. I had no control over 
what school was going to look like in the future, obviously, and that made me very stressed. Also, as someone who, like, seeks academic validation to probably a pretty unhealthy extent, not knowing what exactly I needed to do to be able to get the best grades I could was very stressful. I mean, I could complete assignments. It still wasn't, you know, if my mind wasn't really there in terms of, like, completing schoolwork or I was just in another place mentally that didn't allow me to be productive, that took a toll on my ability to do well in school. Honestly, I feel like I had a really different take on this. Um, You guys seem to enjoy online school. I was quite the opposite. I'm I'm the type of person that, I mean, academic validation is great, but for me, I more... What motivates me is people that I care about and people that I love. And within quarantine, I didn't have people, I couldn't see people that I loved and I couldn't be around people that would encourage me to do things. So it kind of led me to feel very unmotivated. I wasn't gonna see anyone. I wasn't gonna see the results of my actions. Like for example, the academic validation, I'm not gonna get a, oh, you got a hundred on that paper. Here's a little sticker. You know, I didn't get my sticker. And I also didn't get to see people that I cared about. And it just, it made my mentality very unhealthy. It was a very unhealthy place in my life. Um, So I guess I just struggled with um, finding balance to keep myself from going crazy, stressing about school, even though it wasn't even like the work wasn't really hard. It was pretty much busy work, but it was just hard to do something knowing that it's busy and unproductive pretty much pointless I don't remember anything from last year and I doubt any of you guys do so I just found it pretty pointless and it made it hard for me to want to participate at all and I had no people there to motivate me yeah I think I definitely understand that I think the entire pandemic in terms of school and mental health is like such a bigger conversation that we could talk about for so long and I definitely understand that like Everybody experienced it differently, mm-hmm. and it's it's like it's not even just a like it was good or it was bad. It was like it affected us in so many ways. But I definitely understand like where everybody's coming from, and I know Lily, you brought up academic validation, yes. and we could definitely talk about that more too. I was just gonna try to transition into that, but that is such a real thing. I think that a lot of students experience, especially in this time. A lot of us are seniors. You're a junior, and you're still a lot of people. You know, there is that kind of like reputation that junior year has of being like the hardest year in terms of testing figuring out what you're going to do with colleges loading up on classes and that's very real and personally I think my need for academic validation was the highest it has ever been these past two years especially with college too this has kind of been the first time in my life where my character isn't enough schools are not looking at who I am as a person, it's how I perform academically. And that puts so much pressure on high school students to succeed academically. And it can become really harmful. I think that it almost has created a level of competition amongst peers. And also other forms of intelligence, such as creative intelligence, social intelligence, are not being praised as much as academic intelligence although they are just as important and just as vital to society as academic intelligence, you know? But that's not being measured. That's not really being praised in the same way. You become a number, and that makes your... That's so dehumanizing to only be known as a number. In the school system, they don't go, oh, Victoria, she's actually, like, 
this, actually that. Oh, Lily's talented. Oh, Nakia's a great writer. Naima, you're so creative. And Pluto, you're also very creative. Like, these people are awesome, but they're doing, like, you're a number. No one cares right. what your what your personal life is. They just want to see what grades you have, what your GPA is, what you did on your SAT or ACT. Yeah. Even, like, um, even when we're supposed to talk about ourselves, like, for, for college applications and stuff, even when we're asked those questions about ourselves, even when we're asking for, like, recommendations and things. Do y'all remember, like, those brag sheets that we yes, were supposed yes. to send in? Pluto, like, you'll see these soon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like, how good are you in each of these categories? And then we'll see whether or not we want you at our school um, that you have to pay for. <laughs> right, you had to even pay for an application. I didn't even say yes yet. <laughs> right? You know, I don't know... If any, I don't know how everyone else's elementary schools were, but I remember teachers praising um, praising our personality traits, praising, you know, non-academic qualities, and even, like, putting them in report cards. Like, this is a great student. Like, she's... She's always kind. She's yes. always helping others. Things like that were and always this, nice to hear. And this never... Grades. <laughs> grades. Yeah. That's it. No notes. You're, you're reduced to a number or a letter, and that's your grade, your GPA your uh student id (laughs) yeah um it's it's tough to work through that yeah i think like everybody said i think especially in high school is when school just pretty much becomes a competition in terms of numbers and then also like nakia said just everything is a competition i understand it to an extent as far as like college like obviously they're trying to get the best options into their school like it makes sense but it's also like there's so much value put on test scores and GPA and and you know they say like they care about more than that but it's like I don't know it just when you're in high school it doesn't really feel like that because you know you have like 10 other people saying how many AP classes are you taking this year how many how many things are you doing like this and it's just like everything is a competition and I wish it wasn't because if students weren't so worried about how they fall on like a class rank or something, you know, they wouldn't, they would care. I don't know. They would be focused more about actually getting things out of school rather than just like, you know, reaching the top rank or something like that. So the ACT is coming up March 8th, I believe is when it is not ready for it. Don't want to do it. Um, But this semester in general, I have ACT and then I have AP tests. I have the end of course testing, which I have to do because I I have too many tardies because I've been sick a lot, unfortunately. For academic validation, I tend to try to get it from my parents instead of from the school or from myself because they're the ones that are pushing me. And it's not that I don't like that they're pushing me. I like it. But be they're so focused on me and it's really exhausting because like, they were like, so how many AP tests are you taking? Or um, you should do the dual enrollment for Durham Tech. And I'm like, I would. But I'm not doing so great right now. So it's never how are you anymore. It's what college are you looking at? Oh, what what AP yes. are you taking? What where are you going to college? Like and, I'm and, so tired yeah. of them telling, not caring about me but wanting to know where I'm going to college, how yeah. I'm going to benefit them. And tell and telling everybody that they have to go to college. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to go to college to be successful. You can no. do trade schools. You don't even have to go to school. You know what? You could somehow make it big as an influencer. I think academic validation itself creates perfectionists and being a perfectionist I mean, I'm not a perfectionist, but I know that it can be a struggle to be a perfectionist when you're 
a student and balancing a lot of different things and you're just craving that academic validation from whether that's teachers or parents or whatever and it's like you should be spending more time just focusing on making sure you are okay and educationally and also mentally and spiritually like whatever you know like it shouldn't just be a focus on your academic wellness even though like you know what I mean right and I think some another problem with that is often it's like school systems or teachers don't realize that we have lives outside of school I mean they do realize that they acknowledge it but it's like you're not giving us the balance that we deserve because we have a personal life some most of us have jobs at this point we have jobs we have families we have relationships we have friendships we have things that we have in our life that are important that aren't school that still make us amazing human beings that don't have to do with the number that I've been placed into and teach us valuable lessons that we wouldn't be gaining in school exactly emotional intelligence yeah and your job can teach you so many things like come on and they don't care life skills yeah absolutely us Pluto you mentioned this briefly about how you have to take the EOCs because of being out I would really like to go into the attendance policy Just briefly. (laughs) We don't have to spend a whole lot of time on this, but I think that it is important. But sophomore year, I was never late. I barely had any attendance problems. Junior year, um, I started getting a lot more sick, and then a lot of things came up, so I had to, like, not be in school for a little bit. And the attendance policy, basically, if you have three absences, you are are not exempt from any end-of-course testing. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. But... I've come to school sick several times because of this. I could have gotten other people sick, and not only does it feel bad for me, it shows on the work I do. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, okay, okay. 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 Like, I, I feel like that's one of the. I feel like that's one of the things that shows like they're not, like the school system. It's not really, it's not really focused on how you are as a person, and you know how you feel. It's more so focused on could you fit into like the workforce or things like that could you show up and be a good worker bee and that is just awful (laughs) and it it is reflective of what adult life is like for a lot of adults like they're teaching to that but like that should not be a standard like so many people do not take sick days off of work because they want those days for just like a break. Like they come to school sick. They come to work sick, just like you came to school sick. Right, and the thing is too, the attendance policy, it's almost like not only not caring about students' physical health and the need to stay home, but mental health, you know? It's like a mental health day couldn't be something that, like it's there's a risk of you having to take this like exam at the end of the year. Or getting behind. So it's just disappointing that we're not even given the option to take days off for our physical health. And our mental health is just as important. And that's, you know, I, an like, option that's been taken away. I, like, took... I took one mental health day this year. One. And, <laughs> and I, like, wanted to be proud of myself for doing it. But the whole time I was just thinking about what I was missing. Guilt and anxiety around and I was missing. And gu- I, was, I was feeling guilty and anxious. And to the point where I started to work on stuff. And the day was just wasted. Like, I'm, it might as well have been a school day. And then I'm just like, at the end of the day, I felt horrible about myself both because I failed at taking the mental health day and I'd, ar- and I'd also miss some stuff. 
So it's like that's the kind of thing that this policy encourages. Yeah. It's just showing the American ideal that we have to be factory workers. We're yeah. literally, schools are pumping in kids and pumping out workers. We're not. Yeah. It's like, we don't want to take, because like, we don't want to take an exam at the end of the year that is most likely going to be um, riddled with very um, unfair stuff that is 20% of our grade. And this is a great segue into exams and testing and the way like grades are based on, like just testing in general. Does anybody have any thoughts on that they'd like to go into? I mean, I think testing anxiety is a really big deal, and I think a lot of us have it, and I think it's honestly, like, worked into us because everyone's like, this is a big test, you need to study. Like, teachers are always like, study, 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 you need to be studying this, you need to be keeping track of this, you need to be doing this, preparing for the test, preparing for the test, this, this, that, you know? And that just builds a culture around exams that is stressful. 20% of your grade is based around that. Um... The anxiety of the test, like, it's so important to your grade that it becomes something that you're, that's important to you. But, yeah, just testing anxiety <laughs> makes me really anxious, and I don't want to take a test, and then I'm going to do bad on it because I'm anxious about it, and then I'm just stressing about it, and then my whole day I'm not going to be productive because I'm worried about this test, that I have second period, so I'm going to be stressed first period, and not get anything done, everything. Um, yeah, I think pretty much very similarly to what Victoria said, test anxiety is very real and I just wish that so much pressure wasn't put on tests I think there's other ways to test people's knowledge as far as what they're getting out of a course I think a lot of the time projects are more useful for me but again tests are also good for some people I think everybody learns in different ways and I just wish that like there just wasn't this idea that like there's this big test at the end of the year. It means everything. If you fail it, it's going to be the end of the world, especially with, like, AP exams, which is a whole other conversation. But it's just, like, I don't know. I feel like there should be more, like, weight put on how people are actually, like, like, I don't know, if they're getting stuff out of, like, every day. Yeah, like, if you if you can see in a student that they're understanding something, but then you see, like, they don't do well, they don't get the highest grade on this test, like, it, you should be able to tell, like, this student is getting something out of the class, but maybe they're just not good at testing, and, like, not everybody's good at testing, and it shouldn't be, like, as important as it's made. We should be catering to people's skills, not people's weaknesses, because testing it doesn't work for everyone, like we said, but sometimes it does work for people, so maybe we can, like... There are different ways to do it and test people's knowledge, like Dianemo was saying. Like, for me, projects, I feel like that's a great way to show that. Um, yeah. And also, it's a test. Like, it's a test testing people's knowledge of what they have what they have learned. Shouldn't it just be for that purpose, just to see what they have learned and not just, like, to go, not to count against people? Like, what is the real-life penalty to doing bad on something, to doing bad on, like, something that you're being evaluated for like I guess what I'm trying to say is why is it this bad mark that follows you when it should just be about seeing where you are I see what you're saying a test score shouldn't define you in any sort of way and in real life situations when are you ever going to be handed a scantron and when is your worth ever going to be based on what how you perform on a singular task I think another problem with the amount is with the amount of tests we're taking each year because it's just it feels like it's one test after another 
And not only is it just like the standardized tests, like the state mandated ones, but it's like the teacher made ones. Again, our worth shouldn't be defined by a grade, but that's still how we're categorized. Oh, there's never a time that we're not like studying. Like in my opinion, I'm never not studying for something. There's always something coming up. We have like a stats test, like like Naima and I have a stats test, like I swear like every other week and it's not fun. Yeah, and I think speaking on that, I would love to get into AP exams and AP courses right now because when I think about it, like Lily was talking about earlier last year, like as a junior, the whole idea of like, you have to load up this year the most blah, blah, blah. I did that and it was terrible. (laughs) And like, it genuinely felt like, like when I think back to like specific days, just the average day in my junior year was like, okay, I have three quizzes, one test, whatever. Like it was always something going on. And I think AP courses, obviously it's like controversial. Different people feel differently about them, but I think I just kind of have a problem with the fact that the entire course is like made around teaching two ed tests. It's like mm-hmm. you're they're not they it feels like their goal isn't even for you to actually get something out of that course. It's like, hey guys, so today we're gonna make sure you know this because they're gonna ask you this on the test in May and they're gonna do this trick question. So make sure you know how to answer this and you have to be able to do this in a certain amount of time. And it's like when especially when you're taking multiple of those courses at once which I don't recommend to anybody. I mean, obviously some people can handle it, some people can't, whatever. But it's like, it genuinely would be like, I would have like two quizzes and one test almost every other day. And that's insane. You should not be taking that many tests. And I don't really think any course should be moving at that pace. Like, how are you really going to get out of something if a unit is one week long? Like, And all our tests are on paper. Exactly. <laughs> there's so much to say about that. Teaching to a test is just the most frustrating thing as a student because a good example of one of the classes that I've taken in, and this is not in fault of the teacher, it's just the design of the class, APES, AP Environmental Science. I took APES, AP Environmental Science, my junior year, and... The way content was laid out in that class, it was like whiplash. I was, one day we were learning about soil, the next day we were learning about, like, jet streams. Literally. It was like, or farming, and we would spend different amounts of time, or class periods, on certain topics based on how frequently they were covered on the AP exam. Now, for that, I didn't really retain much of anything because I was memorizing information for the test and then I'd forget it. I would learn something for the sake of a quiz at the end of the week, a test on the at the end of the unit, but did I retain any of it? No, not at all. And I think that that is something that is common for a lot of AP classes. You learn the information so you can do well on the test. Do you retain it? You not always. It. Pluto? I am currently in two AP classes and I regret it. Um, so currently I am taking AP psychology and AP psychology is fun. It's interesting, but routinely the teachers, the teacher is like, yeah, this idea is no longer used within the psychology community, but we still have to learn it because it's going to be on the test. Mm. Then the knowledge does not need to be on the test any longer and we do not need to know it. Don't tell us unuseful things. Victoria, you seem like you had something to say. I want to hear it. It's also not productive to be learning things that we aren't going to like... For example, sometimes, like, it's kind of like the opposite. Like, we're learning things that we don't need to know about. Sometimes they'll be like, you don't really need to know this, but here's this in case you need it. And it's just like, I don't know. It's something that I stress about because I'm like, what if they're wrong? I don't know. Like, it's just, like, kind of crazy. But I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, speaking of AP psychology, I think I definitely understand, again, as far as the 
the course load. It's a lot. And I and I feel the exact same about all the AP courses I took. And the only reason like I could enjoy AP psychology is because I love psychology and I had a great teacher. But and obviously it's never a teacher's fault as far as how the course is. Like these are AP exams that like every teacher has to teach to this like curriculum and this pacing. And it's like the pacing is ridiculous in general. And I mean like it's hard to retain that knowledge just like Lily said when you have a test like every other week like not every student is like able to retain knowledge that fast and it's like sometimes it takes somebody a little bit longer to fully understand the concept of something but the the class in general is great it's just I think the problem lies within like college board and like AP that entire you know industry moral of the story if you don't like the AP topic, do not take the AP class. Yes. yes. Only yes. take the AP class if you are interested in what you're going to be learning. Please say it louder. I regret <laughs> taking a lot of the AP courses I took last year because I was just taking them because I thought I had to take more AP courses. And I, if I could go back in time and change that, I would. And if there are any sophomores or freshmen listening to this, please do not take a course just because you think you have to take a bunch of AP courses. It's really not that serious. It's way better to do amazing and an academic class than pushing yourself in an AP course you have no real interest in. Like, it's ridiculous if you're taking five AP exams and you only care about one of them. Like, you, it, it's just a waste of your time. It's uh, it's going to impact your mental health most likely negatively if you don't actually care about what you're learning. Like, you know? I don't know if any of you are in AP Bio. Mm. No. All right, so I'm the one who made that mistake. I decided to take AP Bio. And so what we do is we literally have like a week or two to learn very complex things about like anything, like anything. It goes really in depth. And the thing is, a lot of the stuff we don't even know the background for. So just like, here's an information. And I'm the type of person that I need a background so I can like place it together, how this works, you know, step by step, this is how that works. And AP Bio will be like, do you know that, like, how does that work? And she'll go, I don't know. Like, okay, what am I supposed to do with that information? I think what a lot of us are most likely getting at or at least myself is like the problem is just the environment of school it's like I feel like most problems as far as mental health within school it's all down to the environment like this idea that you have to I don't know take this amount this many AP classes or your GPA has to be at least this or all of that is just created in like the culture of school and like like we talked about earlier the competition you know if you end up in classes you don't really care about you're just you're not gonna do well and that raises a question and you don't have to have an answer to this and anybody can answer it how do you think we can change that is that something that can be changed over time the kind of culture surrounding school what will it take accomplish that my thought on this is that this like school should it shouldn't be completely up to the schools to change that like it needs to be like the district itself needs to come up with a plan for all of the schools because then if it's just the schools, then each school will have a different way, and then no one knows what's going on anymore. As far as the environment, that, in my opinion, that takes everybody. Like, it takes every single student, every single faculty person to unlearn a lot of these kind of unconscious things that we, like, ideas that we have about school that aren't necessarily true. And, like, I know for myself, like, I've had to unlearn a lot of these, like, these standards that everybody puts me to just as a student, not even me as myself, like, there's definitely, like, a standard that most students are, like, expected to meet, and I think a lot of us just have to remember that we're all different, every student is different, every person is different, and I think in terms of school and learning and education, it's really important to remember that 
you don't have to fit this perfect mold of a student. The main goal is that you're getting something out of your education. Again, I think school obviously has a huge impact on everybody's mental health, not just students, teachers, faculty, everybody who is involved in a school environment. And again, our main goal of this episode is just to remind everybody that take care of yourself, take care of your mental health. Education is always important, but so is your mental health. Right. And you are so much more than a test score. You're more than a grade. You're more than the GPA. You are more important than so many of those things. You're not just a number. You are a person with a personality and other things that make you special and important that aren't just school. We will see you next episode in two weeks to be determined. Bye, Bye guys! guys.